Hey, welcome to Wayfair. Thanks for joining us. This season, we're listening to several writers from our writers group here at Central. From personal narratives to short stories and poetry, we've got a bit of everything. Each week, we'll hear from a writer and we'll talk with them a little bit about their inspiration and their process. This week, we're talking with Juliet Wallace. Juliet is a student at STEAM Academy. She's been at Central her whole life, and we're excited that she's also part of our writers group. She often brings poems to share, conjuring vibrant imagery with power and conviction. Her story today takes us on a journey up a mountain. Following metaphorically and literally a narrative arc, we find ourselves on the other side somehow different. Here's Juliet. I am Juliet. I'm 16. I've been here for 16 years. Almost 17 because I'll be 17 in less than a month. But don't tell anyone because I want to <laughs> be 16. Um, my family's the Wallaces. We're always late. So can catch us coming in late to things. <laughs> <laughs> but you were here for early church on Sunday. I was. Well, because they weren't there with me. That was me. Oh, okay. I'm the only Wallace that's not late. I'm early. They were at late church. Right. And you were at early church, which mm-hmm. that makes you early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I would like to stay in high school for a little bit longer, but I have to go to college next year, which is wild. <laughs> we're not going to. That's. Oh, you don't want to talk about college? <laughs> like where you're thinking about going? Oh, Okay, it's too much. <laughs> That's all anyone ever wants to talk about. Okay, well, we can leave that completely <laughs> off the table here. And we can also invite other people who might see you at church to not talk about where you're going to college. Was that good? What a terrific idea. Wait, do I say that? You can say that. I don't enjoy talking about college. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go to college, but I don't like to talk about it. Oh. I'm just a junior in high school. What got you into writing in the first place? Um, my fourth grade teacher, we did, or my fourth grade class, we did a poetry unit, and we were supposed to write these books, and she gave us folders to write poetry books. They're called chapbooks, um, and I wrote a lot of poems, like different types, like the ones where they make a picture. Those are my favorites. Um, yeah. And then I named the book Poetry That You Will Like, and I was like, well, I'm really good at making books <laughs> so that <laughs> that's awesome so from fourth grade yeah but I don't usually share it I just started sharing my writing um this summer when I did the girl project and then when I did the writer's workshop um this is the first time I shared <laughs> um so but yeah <laughs> I've really enjoyed you coming to writer's group and we've been blessed by you uh, call a, call us hashtag blessed um, <laughs> for, for having, having you in the writer's group. And a lot of times in writer's group, you've brought in some poetry and then you brought in some other stuff as well. So what are, what are, what have you, what have you been working on today that you've. It's just a short story because I tried to write a poem for you, but it didn't work out because I didn't write a poem. I wrote a story, so. Yeah. Sometimes you never, <laughs> sometimes you never know what's going to, what's going to happen when you sit down to write. Do you? So, 
Sometimes it just, instead of doing the stanza thing, it just turns into a paragraph, and it's like, well, this is a paragraph. <laughs> do you do you know that when it when it I mean did you have a sense of that when you began writing it that it was going to turn into a story or was it did it did it really just as you're writing it just kind of you just realized that this is what it was becoming yeah I was like I don't know I was almost done with the first paragraph and I was like this would be better as a story instead of a poem so it's like okay so kind of both okay well that's interesting so you started with the in, did you you start with the intent of writing a poem then uh-huh yeah and then you realized it was telling you something different like it's yeah yeah I'm sorry I don't want to put words in your mouth <laughs> it was but. telling me the story was speaking to me <laughs> I'm sorry that's how I think about it like sometimes I feel like it takes a life of its own and then you've got to listen to it so but I'm looking forward to hearing it so you ready to read it? Okay. Yeah. We're too far up, I yell, not knowing the sound of my voice carries to no one. I can't climb this mountain by the tips of my fingers. I'm scared that if I close my eyes, I'll fall. Where are you? I hear a voice shout to me. I'm down here, holding onto a rock. My face is covered in snow, but I'm here. I'm present. I can see. Where are you? I hear them cry out again. I'm here. If you can hear me, I'm going to continue up for a while. I'm here. Don't leave me. The wind gushes harder every minute, but I can't close my eyes. I'm here. I have to be here. I try to climb up, but all the rocks to rest my feet on crumble away. Down they go, I can't even see them hit the bottom. Where am I? All I can think about is being anywhere but here. The smells of my home, warmth under the bed. But I'm here, climbing a mountain. I've been up here for so long, it's almost as if the mountain is my home. The wind gushes harder and something hard hits my face. I close my eyes. I'm not here anymore, but now I miss it. It's white, brighter than the snow my body was covered in just seconds ago. I'm here, I call out. I can't climb anymore. I couldn't climb anymore. I'm so tired. You've been climbing for so long, a woman says to me. She appears before me. She's indescribably beautiful. I can't describe it because it's a beauty I'm not used to. It's a beauty within that seeps its way out. You think that at some point the mountain might curve and start to go downwards. I can't go down yet. I'm not ready. I have to keep climbing up. I have to climb to the top before I can go down. That's the plan. Rushing water like the gushing wind from before, I'm taken under and carried away. All the white goes away and there's only darkness. I keep moving forward and I can't stop it. I want to stop it. I want to stop the water, but I can't. I'm lost in the water that will never stop. I'm too lost to see or to navigate my way out. This wasn't your plan, her voice echoes from everywhere. I wanted to change so I climbed a mountain and I didn't want to jump in a river. I wanted to transform so I chose to have control of my pace. Until you lost control of your pace. Until the mountain got too tiring and you couldn't go on any further. She stood in front of me in all her beauty. We were in white again. I fell. I fell down a mountain because I lost control. I got carried away in a river because I lost control. 
A gush of wind opens my eyes again. I keep climbing. I can climb. I rest my body, or I rest my foot on a rock and bring myself up to successfully grasp myself onto a ledge. I pull up and stand. The wind tries and fails to push me over. I needed a break to gain back control. So now I can keep climbing. I'll climb to the top of the mountain, and by then I'll be ready to climb down. I'll be at the top, but it's not the point of the mountain. The point is to be on the ground, to walk away changed, transformed, and to not have to look back. is so beautiful in that and so so vivid that it feels it it feels like it dances between prose and poetry for me um i don't know but it has that it still has that sense of 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 poem um along along with you know it being 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 story dreamlike as well I don't know what were what was the inspiration for that. Well, you said, "Would you like to write a thing for the Lent podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the muse. You're my muse. <laughs> <laughs> I love the line at the end. Can you read it again? Since the first time I heard it was about the point of the mountain was not oh. being at the top. Um. I'll be at the top of the mountain. It's not the point of the mountain. The point is to be on the ground, to walk away, change, transformed, and to not have to look back. That's a beautiful thought. You know, um, like when you write a story and it's like the point and then you go down and then it's the conclusion. Yeah. And so I drew that and I was like, oh my God, it's like the mountain that's climbing. <laughs> it's like the point of writing a story is to just be done with it. And so like, maybe that's the point of climbing a mountain. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that is great. It's, it's so, uh, so meta. <laughs> it's a story about stories. Yeah. That is really cool. I had not ever thought of that before. <laughs> but yeah, by the end of the story, we always hope that um, the character has learned something about herself. We've gone on this journey and we've changed somehow too. So what was the, what do you feel like the change that you know, the narrator or the, or the protagonist in your story is going through? Um. I had a lot of notes because I was trying to figure out how I could connect transformation and mystery to a mountain because that was the place of the transformation and mystery on the list. And so when I thought of mountains, I thought of Mount Everest, obviously. Um, and I was like, it's so tall and so scary. And it's like, well, that 
causes anxiety and it's hard and you can't really breathe because it's so high but that also is like anxiety it's just a lot of arrows and circles and then it makes you tired and then I was like that has a lot of things to do with the river so it's like anxiety and you can't breathe and you're moving without control but the mountain you can move with control and so um I feel like I don't know the character is like very anxious the mountain is like I don't know. Maybe it's a mountain, and maybe they're actually climbing a mountain. But it's also like anxiety. Oh yeah. So it's not. It's not necessarily. It it felt metaphorical, but the imagery was so gorgeous. I really could see all of all of the the presence on the mountain, you know, and then the gushing into the water. But for you, it it felt like maybe that was also. Um, symbolizing uh, anxiety as well. Because, like, when you're climbing a mountain, like, metaphorically, I guess, then it's like you have control of how fast you're going and, like, where you're climbing, or if, like, you can go down. But, like, the river is, like, you lost control and, you know, you're moving forward, but not at your own pace this mountain is like you can do it whatever however you like <laughs> right that's an interesting uh, juxtaposition i hadn't thought about that before so there's the mountain and then this kind of breaking through into the uh into the into the river can you explain that part to me again Trevor? oh um i guess it's like well because there is like a space between that and, like, person who was a woman, and I kind of wanted to symbolize God, and God's a woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and then, um, I, I don't know, I was like, there was a lot of time in between writing those two things, and I was like, Psh, I already got a transition for that, but there wasn't. And so I was like, just going to jump right into it, and, like, it'll be fine. And I don't know, I, I think it seems fine, but I, it's just random. It's like... At any point, if you're like super anxious, you just fall into a river and lose total control. That's that's what I felt. It accomplished <laughs> that. Yeah, and it felt like a, it felt like when you're having a dream. To me, uh, oftentimes, like you're in one spot doing one thing, and then all of a sudden, sometimes things just shift. Yeah. In another place, and I didn't feel I didn't feel I didn't feel lost in the story at that point. It felt like. It was an abrupt thing that happened, and it made sense at that at that point. <laughs> but that is really interesting. I love the sense of the the having control and the struggle, and then losing the control. Um, it really is, and the voice of of uh, of God pervasive throughout. When you were imagining God, what were you imagining? A black woman. I was thinking of that one woman from that one TV show, um, or maybe, it's, I don't know, she's on the talk, and she's, like, really pretty, and I was like, she can do no wrong. So I was, like, trying to describe her. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen the talk, so. I have only seen it on commercials, so I, yeah. I don't know if she's a good woman or not, but she looks nice. Well, that was your image, though, for, for, for God. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> what do you feel like that image of God created for you in this 
in this story? What did that did that bring that maybe other images haven't haven't had for you? Um I don't know. I just I don't know. It's kind of like a calming thing. So it's kind of like the thing that's not going super fast and it's not like super anxious and it's not like your heart is like pacing and that's the thing that like makes it stop rushing so much Mm. so it's i don't know female god or god is like the calming thing like um anti-anxiety stuff yeah (laughs) Yeah, well, the character def- of God in your story really has that sense, uh, that that sense of calm and strength, of understanding, of presence. There, it's a it's a beautiful beautiful image of God as well, and a and a beautiful story. So so where do you feel like uh, like this story led you? Um, I think it's I I'm. I think it's just easier to think about, um, like, what's going on with you, um, if it's, like, metaphorical. At least for me, mm. it's just easier to think that way. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, to, to just, to talk about the in, kind of internal landscape of mm-hmm. what's happening, uh, inside ourselves as, as a metaphor, we're painting that picture somehow with, with words makes more. Yeah. I feel like whenever I've written song, whenever I write songs, that's kind of a lot of it too. I'm trying to explain something that's happening eter- internally, but putting it to words and to music helps it to make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. It kind of helps me to understand it. I don't know. So, uh, you, so you do you feel like this kind of helps you to understand those things mm-hmm. in some way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told it to my friend, um, and it helped her understand things too. So I don't know if it's just like, oh, these two special kids, but I don't know. I think that helps understand things. <laughs> I feel like that. I really do feel like this is a transformative work. Like it does what it says. You know that it invites you to a place to to find some some change yourself. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Wayfarer, and thanks especially to Juliet Wallace for sharing her writing with us. Wayfarer is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, a loving and progressive gathering of Christians. You can find out more about us at lexcentral.com. I'm Aaron Austin, and I'll see you next week for another step along the journey.